0: This is Dyes and X, the podcast, episode 233, for the week of September 12th, 2010. Welcome to Dyes and Julie X, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fansite,
1: site, Dyes and ex
0: We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. Good to have you all with us for... Oh My Gods, a filler review of Awesomeness, starring star number
1: one. What am I doing here?
0: (laughs) Jeff, our buddy, the newbie, the virgin, joins us not for a manga review of Awesomeness, for a filler review of Awesomeness.
1: You had me watch something. I did. And yet I still had to read.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I bribe with pizza and beer.
1: Uh, I guess that was very good bribery.
0: Welcome, Jeff. Good to have you here with us.
1: Thank you. And thank you for the cinestix.
0: It gets him every time. Mary joining us again, as expected.
2: That's right. I didn't even need the pizza to be bribed. You live here. Yeah. I had no choice. I had no say in the matter.
0: Well, thank you for being here on the show. You're quite welcome. That leaves me. My name is Mike. I go by Vegito EX on the internets. Not joining us this week is our buddy Julian off in Japan. Could not sync up schedules with him, but I'm looking for him to join us next week. I would love to have heard what he had to say about these episodes. So hopefully next time we connect, we can get his memories, however fuzzy they may be. Of these particular episodes. We'll go on and on all about these episodes in a little bit. Let's tell you what's on deck for this episode. Mary, back on episode 129.
2: Nearly 100 episodes ago. Oh my
0: god. You and I reviewed the Garlic Jr. arc of the Dragon Ball Z TV series. That's
2: right. What I do forgot. you remember? <laughs> I remember that I hated. it. <laughs> so my opinion hasn't changed since I first saw it.
0: We did that at a time where we just felt like tossing that into the mix. It is one of two self-contained filler arcs in the dragon ball z tv series now we just finished the cell game in our manga review of awesomeness which jeff you are a regular part of Mm -hmm. this seems like a perfect opportunity to pick up in the tv series where that leaves off with the second self-contained filler arc the Ano Yoichi Kai. So that's what we're going to be doing in a very similar style to how we do our manga review of Awesomeness, where we get you and your first impressions. Mary, you and I may have seen this before. Yes. At some point. Correct to mundo. Who knows? So that'll be fun times. Random housekeeping stuffage going on. I put up my review of the Mecha Frieza Creatures figure. Mary, uh, I think we talked about this last episode, just the underwhelming feeling from the figure.
2: Yeah, the box made it look so good. It did,
0: and people have been saying, you know, the prior creatures' figures are really good, and it looks like some of the most recent ones are really awesome. I think the Mecha-Freeza one is just the anomaly, which is kind of sad, because that was the first one I picked up, and it's kind of keeping me away from picking up some of the other ones. Jeff, did you see the final version of this figure put together? This is what it looks like.
1: Um, yeah, I'm not really... Well, ooh. The
0: box is pretty damn cool, isn't it? It's really classy and stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, I like that a lot. Actually, it looks a lot better than the photos of it in person.
2: Yeah, the final figure, not feeling it too much. It's a cheapo, plasticky.
0: It is. It just feels cheap, underwhelming, disappointment. Like I said in the review, I feel like that almost does it a little bit too much of a disservice. It's not that expensive of a figure. So what you're getting for the price, this gross-looking figure to throw up there with all your other ones, maybe it's worth it, maybe not with Mecha Frieza. So that's all the random housekeeping stuff we got for you. Anyone else? What you got going on, Jeff? Uh, Last time you were here, you had mentioned that your Otakon AMV contest intro was going up. And I think it did that weekend or that week. Mm-hmm. So yep. uh, I I did link that in the podcast thread. And you got a couple of responses.
1: People love your stuff. Uh, it's to be expected. Sweet. Great. Thank you for the lovely comments, people. It's been awesome. Anything else going on? Uh, re-encoding it. That's all. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty much. It's been quiet, and I like it that way. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs>
0: Mary, how about you? Um, have it's we said.
2: mentioned that our video is online? Uh, I think On the th- show? We talked about work.
0: it. We said it was going up, and I think I did link it with that thread as well. Okay. Or, yeah, that episode. Not... <laughs> Not Dragon Ball related videos, either of us here. Was there any Dragon Ball in the intro? Um, maybe a badge. I mean, my desk was in there, so there might have been something.
1: Yeah, hidden I th- away. I think a box set. No, no, no. The box set was Pokemon. Um, <laughs> there's got to be something Dragon Ball on that desk. There might be. Yeah, I think. Well, not even on a badge, dude. It's it's like it has to be either on the desk or. Uh, in one of the videos that showed th- this year, but I don't think there were any Dragon Ball videos this year. If I'm no, not mistaken, no. huh? Unless Bractus did one. No, he did no, that a couple cat. years back. Yeah. So not
0: in the distro version. Oh, one little bit of housekeeping, literally, to talk about. Jeff, if you turn behind you, there were two boxes right there. I am officially packing up some of the old Funimation single DVDs, and it is a glorious day for our shelf space because of the Dragon Box replacements for these single discs. It is just lovely. I'm feeling good about this. There's
1: really no need to have them on your shelf anymore, is there? No, not whatsoever. Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> the kind of things I don't want to get rid of, because I think Corey mentioned something like this, maybe it was on Twitter's like the showcase of our fight, our struggle. It's the kind of thing you want to keep around. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They're, they're cool. And
2: also, we spend money on it.
0: Yeah, exactly. You don't want to get rid of stuff that you worked so hard for in your teenage years. <laughs> Just saying.
1: For those three or four episodes.
0: <laughs> I know. Isn't that awful? Oh, man. Uh, They maxed out at four episodes. Uh, no, there was the one Trunks disc with the five episodes when they put the Burger King tape onto that Trunks
1: one, the release. Five
0: episodes, man. Come on now. Five Ooh, episodes for air. full retail price. That's crazy. Craziness. All right. So uh, that's our housekeeping, literal and otherwise. We got some news for you. Let's head into it. Mary, why don't you start us off with the news.
2: Okay, so Viz Big, yet again, has been delayed. This one's Volume 9, pushed back from October 19th, which is our wedding anniversary, wow, to November 9th. So this contains the very last two volumes of Tamangas, but gotta wait.
0: Boo! Delayed, not too bad. A little less than a month. I think when I uh, made the update, I noted that we hadn't had any delays since the beginning of the year. But if you go before January... It's almost sadly comedic how often the Viz Bigs were being delayed from month to I month. I don't get to why month. they
2: just don't automatically push it back for like a month when they announce it. <laughs> like, okay, this is what our target date is on paper, but let's really but seriously, say, guys.
1: Well, ask Valve; why they can't release a single game on time, and you'll get your answer. Oh, for that's that too.
0: completely different.
1: What? They, yeah, they're half a year. This is one month.
0: <laughs> Are you really comparing Episode Three to Viz Big? <laughs>
1: No, I'm comparing Duke Nukem Forever to this. That's
0: not Valve. That's Gearbox. Now, yeah,
1: I know. Well, that's even worse. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that's an eternity.
0: Isn't that crazy, man?
1: It's not going to happen.
0: I think it's finally. It's done. not.
1: It's not going to happen. I can't. I All right, we're not talking like... about Duke Nukem. <laughs> All right, fine, fine. This isn't a video game podcast.
0: Uh, Jeff, this is real easy news.
1: Apparently, so you're giving it to me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's a, a release date for the Australia version of Kai. Part 2, in quotes here, which North America gets on September 14th, is coming to Australia on November 3rd.
0: Yeah, a little far off. Uh, Madman's releasing it down there like you know, Madman typically does for Funimation and stuff. A little bit of a delay behind North America, but it is coming to them. I know that both of those are quasi-almost releases segment, but because they're a little further off and delays and that kind of stuff, we'll toss it up in the news. So uh, we're going to talk about Kai here and international dubbing. But this is English dub that we're talking about. A special thanks to Ricky for the tip on this one. On episode 26 of Voice Print with Trevor Duvall in Guests, I dug back, which we mentioned in the past, is on um, episode 135. There's an interview with Terry Clayson, which was uh, pretty fun if you listen to our commentary back then. Anyway, this featured an appearance by some Ocean voice actors. Kirby Morrow was on there as well, who voiced Goku in the alternate english dub of the series produced with ocean for canada and europe this was this crazy loophole someone's got some weird stuff going on there was jeff do you have any idea what i'm talking about
1: uh, I remember hearing this a long time ago, but it's been a while.
0: All right. So Funimation, you know, they, they handle North America, which covers Canada's part of North America. Mm. So they're producing their English dub over here. They have the rights to do it. They're they're going and go season three, moving onward. At some point in time, a production company hired the Ocean voice group, which had provided the voices for Funimation in seasons one and two, because there was a voice shift. Funimation brought things in-house. They went and got the old voice cast and did a separate but concurrent English dub of Dragon Ball Z, which aired in Canada, kind of flip-flopping with the Funimation dub. So that was happening. Here we are, really a decade later, and Kirby Morrow on this podcast confirms the same thing is happening with Kai. He actually went in and did an audition for Goku again. The directors or whoever was handling um, the audition said he might sound too cool Goku and he's probably not going to get the role this time this is pretty fascinating that we have this alternate dub of the series happening again with the ocean voice cast but maybe not necessarily everyone's going to get their roles back I mean we think of Brian Drummond Scott McNeil those are those characters from that studio maybe they're not going to get the roles but for someone to say that Goku or Kirby Morrow's Goku is too cool sounding well maybe they're taking the casting a little more seriously than they did because the prior dub was just rushed and the direction was terrible. And even people like Scott McNeil and Brian Drummond, who are talented voice actors, he had some pretty shit performances later on. Who do you want to blame that on? Is it easy to pin it on the director, probably was. So it'll be pretty fascinating to see what happens with this. Many, many months back, Sean Schemmel posted something up on Facebook, and there was a bunch of shenanigans there with comments being removed. We got things archived on our message board. Uh, He was saying that the music's going to be replaced, too. Here we are in the modern era with music being replaced in dubs. And it's
2: already brand new music. Right, right.
0: Exactly. It's a totally new score. I I believe even the the Four Kids version... Well, it's not the Four Kids version. It's Funimation's version broadcast by Four Kids and by Nicktoons. Those didn't change the score. So whatever is happening here, this is going to be... uh, I don't know. It's going to be fascinating to watch, but almost in a disgusting way.
2: wreck way. But Man. how
1: are they allowed to do this when Funimation has the rights?
0: No one
1: knows.
0: Dun, dun, dun. The thing is, because Funimation's got North America. Yeah. They don't have Europe. So it seems to be... I, I think it was the AB group who owns the license for Europe, who was behind the one a decade ago. And it may be them behind this again. But the thing is, it's primarily seems to be aimed for Canada because obviously Ocean is based in Vancouver and they they do it there because, is it Y-Kids? Y Why tv Y-TV, thank you. Where the station is, they have problems with Funimation, not getting them the episodes on time, and ah. and so they were looking to get this other stuff sooner. There's just crazy business bullshit behind the scenes. So whatever's going on here is going to be crazy. I've seen a lot of fun discussions too, and Mary, you'll know what I'm talking about here. If they cast Pauline Newstone as Frieza again, well, here we have the the original dub Frieza voice versus the new Frieza voice from Funimation's dub, which is so clearly an appropriate casting tone for the character. If this new dub goes in the reverse direction, you'll have a direct comparison of like appropriate Frieza versus inappropriate Frieza. <laughs> wow, I, how do you? even provide commentary on this.
2: Just watch the... (laughs) <laughs> the whole thing unravel before your very eyes. Grab some popcorn. Sit back. Yeah. Enjoy.
0: At, at this point, uh, we've got uncut home releases, subs. Uh, see you guys later. No problem. But ah, uh, popcorn, indeed. Mary, I just played this for Jeff uh, right. before <laughs> you were coming down here. You and I heard most of it. What's going on here?
2: Okay, so it looks like there are multiple dub performances for Dragon Soul, which is the opening song for Dragon Ball Kai. So we got version one, which is sung by Sean Schemmel. This is on uh, Kai Part 1. Then we got Version 2 performed by Vic Mignogna. Sorry, I can't say it properly. Um, This is what's airing on TV right now. And now, Just Discovered is Version 3 performed by Justin Cook, which is on the Kai Part 2 set. So, it's very Japanese almost, just compared to like, the release that we got with the Kokorono Hane CD singles where we got a subset of the chicks from AKB48. Right, right. So and I know Funimation this isn't All-Stars. exactly the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like the Funimation All-Stars sing different versions of the theme song for right, your right. amusement. Uh, so, yeah, they they noted on their Twitter account that each set's going to have a different singer. So that's a pretty interesting take on it. So it's like, gotta catch them all. Your favorite dope voice actors. <laughs> right, right. I do
0: Now, the Universal consensus on this version seems to be of oh my god they actually released this <laughs> honestly it's pretty horrible
2: yeah i feel bad about it it's kind of i was embarrassed for it
0: <laughs> yeah it's really what it is uh, i i don't know if this is going to be the right experiment for them hopefully the next one's a little better
2: Just have a woman sing the
0: next one that would be cool yeah that, that would be really interesting to have done i i think that'd be probably better than this one.
1: They don't let their actors properly act. How do they expect them to sing?
0: You said it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> don't want it to be anti-dub, but I mean, a lot of the dub fans are like, oh, god," the same thing, like, embarrassed for it. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was really bad. I mean, I didn't, th-
2: I didn't think anything of it for the first two versions, to be honest. No, I no. mean, my reaction was just, okay, yeah, they're yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time where I'm like, ooh, oh my ears. It's just...
0: I don't know. We don't want to harp on yeah. it too much, so it,
2: it's just there. Check it out.
0: We'll move on to the, uh,
2: the <laughs> other, <laughs> other embarrassing, <laughs> cringe-inducing thing. <laughs> More for
0: laughs, though. Feeling embarrassed. So, Soldier Boy's added again. This is Lil B featuring Soldier Boy Super Saiyan. Um, something about his boy Oob with the mohawk and what was it? Big Bang Attack to all my fucking haters.
2: <laughs> I love it. I do. Is this
0: really for real? apparently. I mean...
2: I, so wrong. I don't know.
0: I feel bad covering it as news, because I feel like we're
2: helping him. That's alright. Only because it's good for laughs. So, the other bit of news
0: I have for you. Mary, I told you about this.
2: Right. I've been imagining it in my head. I haven't seen it. You
0: haven't seen it. Alright. We were talking about Kai earlier. Jeff, the way Kai is working, yeah, we got the uncut home release. Nicktoons is airing at the Nickelodeon cable channel that's separate from Nickelodeon. It's edited a little bit, mm-hmm. and it's got some, you know, dialogue log changes here and there and some special attack names and stuff. It's also now airing as a part of the CW4Kids, whatever the new branding for the 4Kids block is. Yeah. Which is even more heavily censored from the Nicktoons version. Is
2: that Saturday mornings or what, what I, block I is it? I think so,
0: because we're recording Saturday evening and this just came out this morning. So I, I'm pretty sure it's airing Saturday mornings here in the US. Well, here's the most recent example of the hilarious censoring.
1: Um... Uh, why?
0: So what we're looking at right now is Mr. Popo painted fluorescent blue. <laughs> oh.
2: It looks like someone has turned up the saturation. I know. Or like did find, <laughs> color, replace. I know, exactly. Yeah,
1: totally. What the hell is that?
2: Is it really worth the effort? I almost, is someone going to look at this thing and really get offended over it?
0: I feel like it, I don't know, points it out even more than yeah?
1: is necessary. Um. They didn't have to do this.
0: I mean, yes, Mr. Popo, Sambo stereotype, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's pretty awful. Japan and racism and
1: really kind of... This is hardly even qualifying. The guy's got ears bigger than, like, his friggin' mouth. Yeah,
0: but he's got the lips, and it's, you know, the Japanese in the 80s, and they're not, they have, like, two black people over there, so... (laughs) (laughs) But... This is the kind of thing, thankfully, in North America, we have the uncut home release, unlike 15 years ago when they did this kind of stuff on television. It wasn't
2: at this level. No,
0: no, it wasn't. I think I was mentioning halos are gone in the four kids block broadcasting as well. I can see that none of us know
2: how to react to this. I'm just disappointed that here we are 15 years later and the censoring has gotten worse. Yeah, yeah. It's like the pussification of Saturday morning cartoons.
1: Isn't this just? sad it really is
0: then again none of us are black i what can we say we don't have any i don't know
1: i, I yeah i've got nothing to contribute there <laughs> we can really mean
0: speak from experience
1: no well you're jewish yeah but like i mean
2: <laughs> okay <laughs> if they did a character
1: with a huge nose on it it would have been like oh that's funny he's supposed to be jewish and then if they like you know gave him plastic surgery and animation for it, it would have been like <laughs> wait where'd the nose go that was cool oh well
0: uh so that's where we're gonna end our news was that not the most fascinating <laughs> news ever?
1: Like you gave me 3 moments to shake my head. <laughs> That's a record. I'm like facepalming every 5 seconds.
0: I apologize for the uh the podcast awkward silence. I'm going to have to leave some in instead of editing it because I feel like <laughs> He just has a
2: picture of Jeff's face. It adds to it more
0: than it detracts from it. <laughs> it's <laughs>
2: true. <laughs> It was intentional blank space. I
0: was mentioning the other day, I was listening to some other anime podcasts, and they do Skype stuff, and no one knows how to edit, so you have people talking over each (laughs) other, and just those awkward pauses where they don't know who's going to talk next. And we have that going on here, except we're all looking at each other, and we're all just flabbergasted and Mm. don't know how to speak to each other. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're done with the news. Let's go into our filler review of Awesomeness. All right, let's put the series in context a little bit here. Jeff, you love that word. We're always talking about context. Yay. Here we go. So the chapter is where Trunks returns to his future. That finished off the last volume in the manga review of Awesomeness that you were here last month for. That was Weekly Jump in May 1993. At this time in the TV version, it was around episodes 186, 187, which is right before the end of the Cell game. That was about when Goku teleports Cell to Kaio's planet. So things are running very close here. There's only six more episodes to cover those remaining Cell game chapters. So what happens when you get this close? You have filler material.
2: I think it's kind of fascinating that both of them were running up so close up against each other. So you're reading it, yeah, say, yeah. live in Japan, and a few weeks later you're seeing it animated. Yeah, absolutely. It's a little too close for comfort, but it's cool to see it fresh while it's in your head, yeah, I guess. Yeah,
0: totally. Here we go with the second filler arc, the Ano Yo Ichibudo guy. It ran from episodes 195 to 199, so it's only five episodes. That was July 28th to September 1st. There was a one-week break in there for soccer um, after 195. So we had that arc. Now, to put things in perspective for after that filler arc, when the Great sci stuff started up with episode 200 on September 8th, Weekly Jump got about another 15 chapters of buffer. So we jumped from nine chapters of buffer from right before this arc to 15 chapters of buffer after it. They, they almost doubled the amount of buffer material they had thanks to this filler arc. They were just getting a little too close for comfort. I think it made sense. This was a really appropriate place To have this kind of self-contained filler arc, especially because there is that seven-year time jump in between the story arcs. I'm saying that as if it's a solid fact, but I guess before we even get into our little recap, Jeff, do you think that was an appropriate place to have something? Unlike the Garlic Jr. arc, which, yeah, it was in between story arcs, but it was almost, you know, immediately sequential. This was, yeah, it takes place right after Cell Game, but then we get some time in between events I don't know. What's your take on that?
1: I think it's appropriate. Yeah? Yeah, I thought it was kind of nice to um, be able to take a break. I mean, this happened with every other major event that happens. They take a little break and do some sort of, like, side exhibition thing just to, like, rally the troops as it were. Yeah, 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 sure. But this is a different set of troops. But I still really liked it. I mean, what else are they going to do in heaven? At least it's an interesting perspective of things happening after... They die, what happens, you know, when they go in there? They have their bodies, and right, what are right. they going to do with it? They're just going to sit there and be all sad that they're dead. No, they're actually going to go and...
0: They're going to play poker. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's pretty interesting. Well, I don't know about poker, but fighting, thats interesting. <laughs> right.
0: Mary, I guess I'll ask you the same thing. Do you think this was an appropriate place oh, to Oh, yeah, I this? thought
2: this was only the only part in the series where filler made sense, time-wise.
0: Before we actually do our little recap and then our thoughts, I want to tell a couple stories Because there are stories involving watching this. Mary, we were mentioning, have we seen this before? I'm pretty sure I've seen these episodes once. And that would have been probably 10 years ago. When I watched it for the first time, I was in college. And I vividly remember setting up my VCR to record the international channel playing the episodes. It must have been winter break or something because there were a couple weeks that i set up my vcr you know do you remember what day it aired was it i was? think it was
2: like wednesday or thursday i
0: think so i mean that was well, no, how it I... aired in japan but i think that was
2: well back when i used to have the international channel and i remember uh, watching it at night and watching it with my family raw in japanese right <laughs> um, it, it weekend, was at yeah. night on sundays so oh, okay. i don't know sundays. if once we are in college if maybe they changed the date for it
0: no but... it might have been on the weekend okay Whatever the case may be, I I set it to record over that break. And amazingly enough, my VCR held up and actually recorded those episodes over that break. So when I came back and watched it in raw Japanese, that was the first time. And I think only time I had seen these episodes, probably 10 years ago. Mary, international channel for you on these episodes?
2: No, I I didn't have that channel anymore by the time we got around to these episodes. I think they got rid of it on our cable carrier Uh, sometime, maybe, either in the early Freeza saga oh okay or so oh, that sucks yeah i was sad but i've only seen these once too and i think it was on the vhs tapes because i bought them thinking that they were great Siaman episodes because that's what they're called uh, and yes. i had those fan sub so i'm like okay i'm gonna do the right thing i'm gonna buy the tapes of these oh and... you did have this fan sub yeah no no i had great sciaman oh fans gotcha gotcha so uh, i saw these tapes were labeled as great sciaman so i'm like okay i'm gonna go out and buy these and they weren't the episodes.
0: Well, that's part of another story. I was mentioning this to you earlier. My memory is... I mean, come on. It's not what it used to be. I'll come out and say it. I don't remember what happened on the internet many years ago. It's been totally <laughs> purged. I do seem to remember that when Funimation was getting ready to release these episodes dub on VHS for the first time, it would have been the end of 2000, I think it was. They were going to put this out under... Some kind of title. Whatever happened, I think there was a conflicting IP that used whatever title Funimation wanted to use. Remember, we had the the Captain Ginyu Saga, the Frieza Saga, the Androids, the Perfect Cell. There was always a subtitle for the saga that they called their VHS. Whatever this was going to be, you know, Dragon Ball Z colon, insert title here. Whatever that was, they couldn't use. And so at the last minute, they ended up smushing this into, we'll call it Great Saiyaman. And this will start off the Great Saiyaman episodes, even though... No, that doesn't actually begin until really episode 200. For the life of me, I don't remember any other details. I did um, toss this up over on the forum. And John Boy One responded and said, pretty sure members from Planet Namek updating that it was going to be called Kai Tournament. That could have been what it was. I can't think of what there may have been 10 years ago called Kai that would have you know provided them with some kind of problem. Because you remember the he's called King Kai in the dub and these are all the Kais rather than the Kaios. So I don't know. May, maybe that was what it was going to be called Kai Tournament. Ended up getting some Mary. memory. That's why you bought them, because you thought they were the great man episodes. Right. So there is something to a story there. If anyone else is from those days and remembers what the bloody hell I'm talking about, please confirm or deny Kai Tournament or something else. Now, Jeff, you've never seen these episodes? Never. All right. We sat down just earlier this evening, ordered some pizza... Watch the five episodes. Good times. Unlike the manga review, where we kind of go chapter by chapter and break things down, I did take a couple notes episode by episode, but this is going to be significantly shorter than what you're used to. I'm flipping through my notes here. Let me read to you the kind of things (laughs) that I wrote down. (laughs) Episode 195. Goku's hanging out in the afterlife. Learn about Daikyo-sama. He's going to fight some strong dudes. All right. Then they're off to Daikyo's on an airplane. There's some rivalry with Kaio of the West. I liked that Daikaiya was saying words all flipped around. Instead of G-Goku, he was saying, what, Gokuji or something like that? Mm -hmm. He was just flip Very
2: dyslexic. I
0: was going to say eccentric, but perhaps he was calling everyone Chan. I think he's just kind of off in his own world. Uh, I totally forgot this happened, but Goku and Paikuhan who's from um one of the other Kaios. The West? Uh, Yeah, because our North Kaios got a rivalry with the West, apparently. Goku and Paikuhan head down to Hell because Cell and Frieza are wreaking havoc down in Hell. And Paikuhan kind of... Takes care of business, and they end up locked in jail. That was episode one ninety five. So episode one ninety six, all the Kyo are together for the first time in three hundred years. What the hell? Let's have a tournament. Dun dun dun! All right, so they do that. The side characters are all amazing. Mary, you're talking about the vegetable people, <laughs> I not love to them. be confused with the science. Just you know. Like a zucchini person or something over there. The
2: host has a mushroom for a head.
0: Absolutely great. Now, what was the name that they came up for? It was the commemorative it, Kaio is Dead Anoryo yeah, or something right. like that. Just a great title to kind of poke fun at him. We're introduced to some of the other fighters. We have Olivu from the north as well. We've got Caterpie. Um, they start doing their preliminary fights. Caterpie goes to evolve, which is just absolutely hilarious to someone like me. Except it's gonna take him twelve hundred years. So Goku wins by default. We've got some more fights going on. Uh, that's that episode. I'm just gonna keep st- strolling along here. One ninety seven. We've got Frog and Tolby. These are the final fighters. Frog and Tolby, Aqua, Olivu, and Goku, and then Malaiko, Ta- Was it Topica, My notes are terrible. And Picuhan uh Tolby versus Tapika that goes um Tapika just gives up he was a dude that was just running around and got exhausted right. too fast and then we had Frog versus Malaiko Frog gets tossed out of the ring he kind of buffed up a la cell but the other dudes kind of picked him up and threw him out of the ring then we had Goku versus Aqua who created a ring of water um uh, Goku got stuck down in there he used the Taioken to blind him then Kamehameha to knock him out of the ring and then we had Olivu versus Paiku Han. Uh, that was just a pure fight of strength and almost luck to a degree. Just who could hit the other person. And Olivu ended up getting ringed out. Episode 198, we had Goku versus Malaiko. Um, that was that was a fight. Do you even remember what happened? I think he just kind of... They, they were throwing that planets really at bad. each other. That was really bad.
2: It was poorly animated. Things were getting weird. My Goku was, was just flying through like asteroids and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And then it went to widescreen for no reason. For that one okay. shot. For yep. one like second, And then we were all asking each other, how did Malaiko get back in the ring? Uh, there's just weird animation problems. And then we got Han versus Tolby. We didn't get to see that fight because Goku was eating. And then um, <laughs> <laughs> Toby got taken away in a stretcher. So we have no idea what happened in that fight. And then finally, we get to Han versus Goku. And OMG, there's some weighted clothing. And we get into episode 199. Uh, Goku's Super Saiyan at this point. Paigohan's using the Hyper Tornado. And then Goku uses the Super Kaioken which is something that had never been used before and never will be used ever again. This is the kind of thing where, all right, he's using his super science day, and Kaioken is something that, you know, pushes your body to its max. Wouldn't this pushing it to its max be double, and would it kind of blow up his body? All he kind of did is just yell and attack once. Not much to it. But then we get Paikuhan's Thunder Flash with its synth music.
2: (laughs) Each Which, and every time.
0: Bizarre. And why is it Thunderwave when it's a fire attack? No idea. Don't don't know. It was no just idea. fire. Goku ultimately wins with his Shunkanido Kamehameha, teleports behind him, fires a point-blank range. Ultimately, though, Daikaiyo decides that they are both disqualified, as per rule 1,351.
2: 400.
0: No, nah, I wrote 1,351.
2: Subson1451.
0: Maybe I wrote it wrong. Maybe you're wrong. Maybe. We'll have to go okay. back and check. Anyway, I guess the rule states that the ceiling is the same as the floor when it's turned upside down. There were a couple moments where we were wondering, are they falling up? It was weird.
1: Yeah, it was very, very
0: weird, weird at that weird. point. And so then that's all over. Everyone's happy and they're laughing. And then the very, very end of the episode, we're introduced to the seven-year time skip and Gohan's off to high school. That is the very abbreviated look at the Ano Yoichi Budokai. But still very accurate. Mary, something you were harping on as we were just finishing was... You know, for the first half or so, it was pretty heavy on the comedy. So tell me about that.
2: It was kind of a a return to form almost because things have been pretty heavy in the series for a while. It was nice just to see wacky looking characters. You could tell that the animators kind of went all out with just bizarreness, because they weren't tied to an actual manga to follow at this point, so they could just let their imaginations go wild. And The voices for the characters were wacky. Oh, speaking
0: of voices, Hikaru Midorikawa, who played number 16, he was playing Han here. It was a familiar voice, didn't have a lot to say, but everyone else, Daikayo's voice for (laughs) this...
2: he was a dude yeah he was a pretty bad dude and uh i liked i really liked the first two episodes let's just say especially when they were um going from oh god i'm calling it snake way what the, the hell is serpentine it called
0: Serpentine road
2: serpentine road and then they go to enma's place yes. and then they go on an airplane i loved all that stuff especially with all the spirits oh yeah yay, this was heaven great. Heaven, yeah yeah. <laughs> it was so cute and then, you know, just Cell and Frieza teaming up is always a fun time. Yes. Just because they want to take over hell.
0: Well, we had, I think we mentioned this, we recently rewatched the Kyoto arc of Kenshin. And I, I guess, sort of spoiling, there is a scene where a villain ends up in hell and his deal is he's going to take over hell. So to have <laughs> the same kind of thing going on in the two different series is just hilarious. And I would love to see all of them, these different universes of hells. Team up and take over hell, so that that's good times there. And they end up in jail. Yes. Come on. Yes. Come on. There's
2: a lot of wacky faces people make, which is also funny. A lot of face faulting and falling over oh, backwards. Yeah, yeah, lots of it. It's like slapstick kind of fun stuff.
0: Jeff, what did you think? Was the comedy on target? Was that working for you?
1: Uh to an extent, yeah. I mean I wasn't a huge fan of seeing Cell and uh Frieza. Okay. I wasn't really, like, a whole fan of that section, if anything. But I thought... Um,
0: was that too funny coming off of the serious cell art? I don't think so. No?
1: No, I thought that was a good break. Because, I mean, it was, like, super serious when it mm-hmm. was going through that fight. And finally you, it was but over. But you didn't
0: like seeing them. So was it just, just too corny for you? What too was soon, it? it was too Maybe. soon. Yeah, okay. it was
1: just too soon. It was like... They just died, now they're taking it. Well, Frieza didn't just die, but I mean, Cell just died. So now you
0: he's... would still like to see Frieza and Cell in hell causing havoc?
1: Yeah, if I had forgotten about him first. All right. You know? Hang
0: on to that for a couple of years. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just putting it out there. Okay.
1: But yeah, Just too otherwise, soon. Otherwise... um. I think that uh, it was a good break from just being so serious for the whole thing. I mean, that was just the nice thing about watching these five episodes was that it's back to being corny and silly and the usual Dragon Ball that I kind of remember from the regular Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z.
2: What did you think, Mike?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I liked the comedy early on. I think it was working. The characters were just so off the wall and developed enough to a point where... You know, I accepted them, and I wasn't thinking, oh, well, where did this guy come from? I'm I'm fine with, okay, there are the different Kaio, and they all have their fighters, and it makes sense to me that some of them are going to be serious fighters, and some of them are going to have their shtick, like the dude who could just run too fast. That's and- in
1: every tournament that they do, I think, yeah. right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, Same Absolutely. it's the same
1: thing, but it's interesting to see them uh, use different characters this time around, which is still cool.
0: Well, how about it being a tournament? Was that all right? I mean, we just had... The Cell game wasn't really a tournament. Yeah, I think it doesn't...
2: The Cell games didn't count, so I was all right with this being a, a regular tournament okay. with brackets and all.
1: It was a bit soon, but it's not like a Tenkaichi Budokai, but it sort of is in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was something you can always come back to. It was like, well, let's see. What do we have? We we don't want to advance the story too far. What are do the tropes wanna... we can fall
0: back on? All right, exactly. let's have a tournament.
1: Yeah, there's a the trump card. Let's have a tournament.
0: <laughs> How about the latter half when it wasn't not funny anymore, but... We're focusing on the serious fights, Paikuhan versus Olivu. Not that we saw a lot of that fight, but it was super serious and just running fast and hitting each other hard. And then we got Goku versus Paikuhan, which is more of a traditional, you know, running super fast, firing blasts, and I have a super attack. Oh no, I've got a super attack, and it just kind of ends.
1: Well, it's actually really interesting because the, f- the, the tournament and just the characters in general start out being like these giant badasses and you can't see any of the battles because they're going on too quickly and mm-hmm. uh, Goku's kind of like just amazed by all this and it's right, it's right, interesting because it sort of transfers over to the audience because they're watching this and they're not really able to see anything. Then as the fights keep going on, you, you see more and more and so it's just like sort of how Goku's been able to adapt to the situation and get stronger just by watching. Mm. You kind of, like as an audience member, you kind of feel the same thing because you're starting to get more visuals as the fights are going on, they start to kind of slow down a little bit until Goku and Paikohan fight, and then um, you see everything, basically. Like, even if they're transporting, you see every motion. Right,
0: which is weird, because unlike the little dude who was running so fast you couldn't see him, right? obviously Goku and Paikohan are approaching those kinds of speeds here, but they slow it down for us to see everything.
1: But it's kind of like us sort of in that same perspective as Goku the whole time.
0: I don't know. I wasn't really lining up with the Goku when... Early on, he was just wide-eyed and oh my god, this Everyone's is so, so amazing. Strong. And uh, Mary, I could see you and I was with you, just sitting back, going, "Really?
2: I don't like, know. I don't, I, think- th- I don't think Goku should be impressed. No, or at least no. I'm not getting that sense that these are super awesome dudes from outer space.
0: Yeah, that wasn't
2: doing it for me. And I think, really,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. because their sticks were too shtick-ish.
2: Okay, they weren't very strong. They had just unique powers.
0: Right, like the dude ran fast, okay, and Aqua made the ring, but he didn't have anything else to him.
2: Yeah, like when he was hitting Goku under the water, they just seemed like punches, and yet Goku was like, it looked like fake kind of struggling. I don't know if that was just the animation being poor or what, but I felt like Goku shouldn't even be having any amount of trouble with this guy. Yeah,
0: I just was not buying those fights, and I'm not someone who gets hung up on powers and strengths and comparisons, I just wasn't buying them.
1: I kind of feel like when you're working with the ultimate fighter, he—that's that's really the fights you want to watch are the ones with him in it because he's going to be amazing. Everybody else from the different galaxies probably, uh, even though they've been training for thousands of years, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. hard to say if they haven't been training for thousands of years in their own style, which isn't necessarily a good thing.
0: Have they come up against the strongest dudes in the galaxy like Goku
1: has? They haven't had up? a tournament. Uh, according to, I mean, if... What they said in there, they either hadn't had a tournament in a very long while. Or, you know, uh, Kaio-sama didn't train any of them.
0: Right, right, or they were saying they haven't seen him in so many years, so who's training who? Who's really
1: right, so advancing it's, and it's all? It's so. kind of like saying, well, they, if they never really had a tournament, then it's sort of hard to say that the fights would have been like, you know, all these strong, bulky dudes it's with no It's like playing stick. Street
0: Fighter with your circle of friends, and yeah, you're great, you can beat everyone, but then you go to a convention or a tournament and you get your ass kicked. Yeah. You need to expand your horizon. Mm-hmm fight other strong cool dudes dude is the word of the episode
1: yeah but it still doesn't get as interesting when you don't have some kind of quirk
0: i almost feel like there's not a lot to say about it's just five episodes
1: right well what is up with um the expression on paikuhan's face when uh goku mentions piccolo
0: i, I don't know that was kind of weird i think it was just more of a oh what are you talking about we do have something over in the rumor guide of the site it was people Oh, is Paikuhan Namekian? No, he's not. But we do have notes from Toriyama saying, I want him to be a Piccolo type of character. Use him as a reference. Yeah, his reaction was a little weird there. Speaking of reactions from Paikuhan, he said something at one point like, I can't believe... He's
2: grown so much. So much, so fast.
0: mm -hmm.
2: You met him yesterday. It was like a couple
0: hours ago that he arrived. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Stuff just wasn't lining
2: up. I know. It was stuff like that that... I was having trouble buying into, but I definitely enjoyed this more than Garlic Jr. I sure sure. did, too. Is it
0: because this was only five episodes as opposed
2: to eight or nine? It it was very close to overstaying its welcome. It was
1: really close, I think.
2: Yeah, but it got out just in the nick of time. Well, do you agree with that?
1: I still enjoyed it. Yeah? I I didn't notice it stretching longer than it had to. Could
0: you have taken another episode or two, you think?
1: I think
2: so. Well...
1: Depending on what it was. I, if it was more tournament, I would have been like, okay, that's enough. So but. you
0: wanted more of the chillin' hanging out variety from
1: Yeah, the,
2: I wanted to know more about the environment, yeah, the yeah. people that inhabit it.
1: That and the characters, yeah. yeah. I definitely wanted to learn about the characters and their histories.
2: The only
0: character we really got anything on was Olivu, Olivu. who mm-hmm. clearly is supposed to be Hercules. Kaio yeah. goes out of his way to say, you know, he was a great warrior in the past, and there's actually mythology, mythology. based on him. All right, we get it. It's not just the character design. That's pretty neat. Other than that, all right, these guys are from these galaxies. Go fight. Yeah. I, I would like a little more. Get something on Pikuhan Nothing. And Han's going to get a little bit more time to evolve as a character in DVD- Movie, movie 12. Oh. That's it, when, when he comes back. But even though we don't learn more about him, we just kind of get- We get some personality Yeah, Yeah, he, he's traits. by himself, which is- Good to see into his head a little bit. Other than that, I don't know. New K- Dai Kayo, anything you want to say about him?
2: He's silly. I like his little, uh, his little dancing with the with the boombox. Although his dancing and humming along didn't really match the music that was coming out of it. Yeah, and he
0: didn't have much in the way of rock and music. It just sounded like kind of bleepy bleep, and he's rocking out to nothing. He's a quirky guy. He's a quirky guy. How about the other Kayo in general?
2: I, I didn't there was one joke that I that was kinda of grating all my nerves a little bit and that What's was that? the rivalry with uh the the West, yeah. and the West one and how during the fight itself they're like Goku's gonna win. No, Paikohan, Goku, Paikohan, Goku, Paikohan. And just when I was at the end of my row with that joke, they start babbling. So I thought that was kind of a funny break. <laughs> oh, right,
0: right. Instead of saying the names, it was
2: just of Yeah, they just kind of were reduced to just blah, blah, blah. <laughs>
0: so maybe they recognize that it was getting a little overdone. And even that continues in the movie 12, but because that's so short and self-contained, I, I feel like we kind of deal with it there. Anything else? We don't see anything outside of this arena. Goku goes with Kaio and we meet these characters and that's it. No connection with home. Goku is dead. That's it. You know, we got the seven year jump at the end, but we're not really talking about that portion of the story. I really don't have anything else to say. I enjoyed it. I'm with you, Mary. I think, it was reaching its limit it was just enough good buffer five episodes to give the manga some time do you guys have any final thoughts you want to toss out um, on
2: it just or? that it wasn't as bad as i thought it would be yeah I'm maybe because i watched it dubbed originally <laughs> so maybe it just was that bad in my memory of it was tainted it wasn't great but it was it was fun for what it was there i didn't i didn't feel like i wasted any time watching it
0: there were certainly some cheap it was cute. moments
2: yeah, yeah, That definitely. fourth episode was pretty bad. Yeah, this goes in the fifth episode they got their good animators back. Right, right. Irwin. How about you, Jeff?
0: Coming from someone who's just finished reading the manga portion leading up to this and never saw this before, what do you think?
1: Good set of episodes to turn my brain off to.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is totally alright. This is dumb DBZ right here.
1: Sure, I'll take it until we go back into uh, parts where I have to pay attention again. I need a break, so it's good. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it.
0: Do you like something more akin to this or a self-contained movie? What do you think?
1: Hmm. Oh wow, they could have really put this into a movie. This
0: almost is. I mean, movie twelve sort of does a similar thing. Goku and Han, but they have a, a villain to go up against as well.
1: Tell you what, take out Frieza and Cell, and this could have been uh, like its own movie. Yeah, yeah. very easily. I, I, yeah, being episodes in the series. I mean, they were they made them for a purpose to push back the schedule, but I yeah, mean, yeah. Yeah, I think they did a pretty decent job with that goal in mind. It, it probably would have worked well as a movie, though.
0: So you think it worked as a pretty good bridge, but it could have worked as a movie, too. Yeah,
1: easily. It's its own self-contained story. doesn't affect yeah, the rest it of it. Is, it that is. that perfectly describes a DBZ movie to me.
0: Yeah. Right. And like the Garlic Jr. arc, I have to imagine when Kai, if Kai, reaches this point in the series, if they make it to the Boo arc probably just gonna skip these five episodes i mean i'm sure it's non-canonical to the manga and if kai is gonna follow the manga this has nothing to do with it
1: well you know there's he's gonna mention it like yeah. like there uh, goku will come back at some point and just be like oh yeah uh, I, I fought a tournament and there you go maybe something like that yeah.
0: yeah well there you go i we sort of reviewed the ano Yoichi budo guy it was worth watching something that we haven't seen in so many years mary and now we don't have to watch it again for another 10 years
2: Alright, sounds good to me. I say, if you're
1: working on a large project, put this on in the background. Very easy to work to.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is good background material. Alright, with our topic out of the way, let's do some releases. It's the exact same releases as last week, so we're <laughs> going to... you
2: just copy and paste? Cruise. You should. <laughs> what, just take it from just last copy week's copy and paste. Insert audio <laughs> here, please.
0: But Jeff is here, so it's a little bit different.
2: Yes, it's A little true. bit.
0: Alright, let's go. September 14th, uh coming this week, Tuesday from Funimation Kai Part 2, Blu-ray and DVD, episodes 14 through 26. It is four by three on both the Blu-ray and the DVD, so kudos to Funimation. MSRP is fifty-four ninety-eight on Blu-ray, forty-nine ninety-eight on DVD. Here are the prices for you right now. Blu-ray. Forty ninety-nine on Amazon, forty-one twenty-four on right stuff. DVD, thirty-six ninety-nine on Amazon. Right stuff just had a price cut, twenty-nine ninety-nine over there. Ooh. Uh, Jeff, I'm going to give you the next one.
1: All right. On September 18th, that's a Saturday is Dragon Ball Kai, the 2011 calendar. It's a uh, A2 size. What does that convert to in inches?
0: I don't know, but it's, you know. Uh,
1: Standard calendar? It's
0: No, a it's little, tall. It's taller. it's
1: taller. Tall. Ah, no. right, gotcha. Uh, apparently, it's seven pages. Uh uh-huh. And Two uh, months per page, Jeff. Come on. Oh, oh, gotcha. Tall uh, format. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm, all right. It is uh 1575 yen or get a CG Japan for 1500 yen.
0: There you go. Uh, Mary, back to the U.S. here.
2: Okay, Tuesday, September 21st, we've got Dragon Box Volume 4. This is the American release for the DBZ Dragon Boxes. And it covers episodes 127 through 168. MSRP is 59.98, but you can pre-order it on Amazon for 44.99 or Write Stuff for 35.99. Also, we've got Dragon Ball GT: The Complete Series on DVD. It's a whole series plus the TV special. It's pretty much just a repackaging of the two green boxes uh, that were released. A while ago, MSRP is sixty nine ninety eight, but Amazon's got forty three forty nine and Right Stuff has it for fifty two forty nine.
0: Moving on, september twenty second is a Wednesday over in Japan. We've got Dragon Ball Kai Soundtrack three and songs. COCX three six four two four is two thousand nine hundred forty yen. It's twenty eight hundred yen on CD Japan. No full track listing yet. All we know are the TV size versions of Dragon Soul and Kokoro no Hane. And then we got the songs for Trunk Cell in number eighteen. Also that day in France they've got Dragon Ball Volume ten, their Kanzenban release from Grenat. It is ten fifty five. Amazon France got it for ten oh two. Jeff, finish off the month here, dude.
1: Alright, so on uh, September thirtieth, that being a Thursday, is Dragon Ball Tag Versus out from Bandai. Uh, it's uh, featuring multiplayer fighting and it's on the Japanese PSP. You get it for 52.29 MSRP yen, but CD Japan has it for 49.80 yen, or you can just get it on Play Asia for 59.90 in dollars.
0: Yeah, it's basically full retail price over on Play Asia. But oh, well. It's in dollars. All right, with releases done, let's do an email. Mr. Email, Deep Voice, Sexy Man. Hi. If you could, please.
1: This email is from Sydney, and Sydney says, For my 14th birthday, I received the first two Viz Big editions of Dragon Ball Z. As I was reading through the first one, I came across the second chapter, which was in color. Before reading this edition, I only have read the Viz releases before. I was just wondering if this chapter was indeed in color in any of the original Japanese releases, or if it was just something Viz did for this release. I found some of the colors a little odd, so that is why I came to, quote-unquote, the experts. That's right. Something I can
0: plug is actually part 9 of our Otakon panel, 10 Things You Didn't Know About Dragon Ball where we covered all of the manga releases in Japan, the way that it worked in a nutshell was Dragon Ball debuted weekly chapter by chapter in weekly Shonen Jump. Occasionally there were color chapters that Toriyama, his assistants of course, would do over in weekly Jump. When the chapters were collected in the Tankobon, 11, 12, 13, whatever, how many chapters there were, any color chapters were down to grayscale in that. So Viz's graphic novel releases were exactly the same as the tankobon in that respect, whereas Volume 1 corresponded with Volume 1, and grayscale chapters were grayscale over there. You can tell when a chapter was originally color, because there's all sorts of shading, and it just doesn't look the same as Toriyama's very, very clear and distinct black and white. That's something, Mary, I know you and I talk about often about. Toriyama's art is just so easy to understand. It's clear. He's He's got some good lines.
2: Yes. Nice. Just two colors.
0: Right. Now, the color chapters were brought back for the Kanzenban release in Japan. That was the special complete edition. I think that started in 2002. Uh, that was the one that brought it from 42 volumes down to 34 volumes, more chapters per volume, higher quality paper, went all out, brought back the color chapters. In the Viz Big release, it's kind of, I don't know, a a halfway step between a Tonkobon and a Kanzimban. It's on better quality paper. Uh, Some of the color chapters are restored not all of them which is really strange you'll go from the color chapters to grayscale why the viz big edition doesn't have it i feel like the only explanation is kind of a conspiracy theorist one where it's oh we're gonna hold something back so we can re-release it later with (laughs)
2: that is very conspiracy theory
0: but i feel like what if you're going to put in some of the color chapters why wouldn't you put them all in
2: colors aren't cheap
0: it's true. It's very, very true. But there's also, you know, still some censoring going on the Viz Biggs. That's kind of it in a nutshell. If you want a slightly longer nutshell answer of that, check out part nine of our Oticon panel. The feature is linked off the homepage of Dive and EX. But yes, color chapters did originally appear in Weekly Jump. There are two types of color pages. I was just
2: about to say, what about the ones that are like three colors? Yeah, there's
0: like the three... F- I don't know what the appropriate... Jeff do you know what you call that is it i'm not a manga scholar i don't know what you call it's the full color and then it's kind of he would only use four colors almost i'll put up an example um in the forum thread for this episode you can see the difference between a full color page and this less color page. I'm sure our buddy Jake from Constantile hop in, you know, be able to tell us. And, you mean like
1: when you're using like spot color instead of four color process? Like that sort of thing where it's like it's not four inks but it's like just a specific color.
2: It'll be like grayscale plus like a red tint occasionally oh. on things. Okay,
1: yeah, so they're using a spot color. It's like.
0: very difficult to describe. Someone's going to know exactly how to describe it with the appropriate technical terms. Is it like the
1: weird dotting effect? No, no, it's no? it's not like that. It's hmm. not
0: like a dot matrix printing. Of grayscale, different style of grayscales. Weird. Uh, Mary. Yes. People have questions that we'll answer and then tell. To go other places to learn more about.
2: <laughs> yes, we cannot guarantee quality of answers. We can at least direct
0: you to the right place. Right.
2: Yeah, we can be your information directors.
0: We are your gateway.
2: Gateway drug. Send your emails over to podcast at dizex.com. That's P O D C A S D at D-A-I-Z-E-X.com. Yay. We also got social networking goodness on Facebook at facebook.com slash dizex. And on Twitter, you can find us at D-A-I-Z-E-X.
0: Perfect. Folks, that was episode 233 of our podcast. The filler review of awesomeness number two. I don't know how awesomeness it was. You know, I was
2: thinking we were going to end up calling the episode the anime filler review of maybe mediocre awesomeness. Of
0: mediocrity? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I would love to hear what other people think about these episodes, but you have to go back and re-watch them. Don't rely on your memory, especially if, I don't want to say if you're from our era, but I mean, if you saw them on Cartoon Network or whatever, that's almost too recent compared to how we saw it. Go back and rewatch these episodes. Love to hear what another fresh take on them would be. Folks like Jeff who have never seen it before, folks in between, I just want to hear what people have to say about these. We'll try to catch up with some of your thoughts uh, next episode on the show. So send us an email, um, Facebook comment, uh, forum thread, there's a thread for every episode over on the forum on Dazen X. Let us know. Rewatch the Aniochi Badoka if you can spare a couple hours and love to read some comments on the ARC next time on the show. Speaking of next time on the show, I have a couple plans. Gonna try and hook up with Julian next week as well. We got some great topics coming your way. Some reviews. Some in-universe things. We got cooking on the back burner. Uh, so many... Oh. Video game season is almost upon us, and I'm dreading it so much. Not because I don't want to play the games, but now that I do these full reviews, it's like double the work, and I love it, but I hate it. And I'm still playing Dragon Quest, so I don't want any more games right now.
1: Split yourself into three and just have each one play a game. Exactly. Write the Hire reviews. someone else to do it. But
0: then but then I'll lose, if I split myself into three, each of them will only have one third of the gamer skill. Ooh, so that's man. no good.
1: You're right. It only takes like then it'll take three times more time to play them.
0: <laughs> right, right. So Forget everyone it. loses. Forget anything. it, not gonna work. All right. Jeff, thanks for joining us.
1: You are quite welcome. In the sir. evening
0: with the episodes and the pizza. this episode and, and the, the beer. pizza and the beer. Great times. Anything you want to plug?
1: Um do I have anything to plug this time? No, not really.
0: All right. Then I guess we will see you next month. Back on track with the manga review of Awesomeness. We already got your, what few predictions there would be yes. last time we talked about the manga, so we'll <laughs> hold on to those. Memories, as <laughs> Right-o. I call
1: them. Yep. All right, thank you, dude. No problem see you then.
0: Merry thank you as well.
2: Sure, thanks for having me on the show.
0: Anything you want to plug?
2: Sure, you can go to my site, Temple of Trunks, which is at com. Really? Last week you didn't want to plug it Oh, up? I want to switch it up. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. I don't want to overhype it, because, you know, don't want to be a shameless self-promoter for something that doesn't get updated. <laughs> It's a relic. We love having it there. Yeah, me too.
0: You don't want to get rid of that No, I won't. Well, thank you again. Thank you. And I guess that leaves me. My name is Mike. For me and all these fine folks right here and for Julian off in Japan, you can find us at www.daizex.com. That is e We'll see you there and we'll see you next week on the show here with this podcast thing. 234. Thanks for listening to our podcast this week. Enjoy looking forward to having us in your ears again, subsequently, week after week. Alright, so I'm adjusting my distance a little more, because I always end up getting picked up on other people's microphones, and I hate that. So Jeff, how about... You talk to me now.
1: You have such a boisterous voice, so maybe that's what I'm has to do with boisterous. it. I'm boisterous. Boisterous.